Hey Hope family, welcome back to Hope Daily. We are kicking off another series today. We're going to be taking an in-depth look at the fruit of the Spirit. So each week we'll spend our Monday, Wednesday, and Friday episodes looking at one of the listed fruit of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5. So we'll get three episodes on love, three on joy, so forth and so on. And this will actually take us into October. I think this series will be really helpful to me and to you. One thing that God has been impressing upon my heart is how much discipleship and sanctification, or in less fancy words, the process of becoming more like Christ, this is an intentional process that we embark on. And that may seem obvious, but I think so many, and myself included, tend to move through life unintentionally. Some of you are more driven than others, but I think we are all prone to fall into ruts and go-with-the-flow attitudes when it comes to life, and especially our spiritual lives. The fruit of this mode of living is not the same as the fruit of the Spirit. You may not be choosing to be intentionally discipled into the ways of Jesus, but we're all being discipled by something or transformed into something. We become more and more like the people of this world and specifically of America. When we don't intentionally choose to be discipled into the ways of Jesus, we by default are discipled into the places that we find ourselves in. I did this on a previous podcast, but I want to read from Galatians 5, 19 to 24. Here is where Paul lays out the fruit of the Spirit, but before doing so, he lays out what he calls the fruit of the flesh. And I'm going to read the fruit of the flesh out of the message translation because I think it sounds a lot like what we are discipled into when we aren't intentional about choosing the ways of Jesus. So let's hop in. This is Galatians 5. Uh, verses 19 to 21 from the message. It is obvious what kind of life develops out of trying to get our own way all the time. Repetitive, loveless, cheap sex, a stinking accumulation of mental and emotional garbage, frenzied and joyless grabs for happiness, trinket gods, magic show religion, paranoid loneliness, cutthroat competition, all-consuming yet never satisfied once, a brutal temper, an impotence to love or be loved, divided homes and divided lives, small-minded and lopsided pursuits, the vicious habit of depersonalizing everyone into a rival, uncontrolled and uncontrollable addictions, ugly parodies of community. I could go on. This isn't the first time I have warned you, you know. If you use your freedom this way, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. Who would want a life filled with the works of the flesh? No one would sign up for a life characterized by the list that I just read. But doesn't it sound like the lives of so many around you? Doesn't it all too often sound like your life? You chase and you chase, but there's always something more just out of reach. You find yourself viewing everyone as an opponent or potential danger rather than viewing them as children of God, as people made in the image of God. We live in a hyper-connected world, but you've never felt so lonely. This is the fruit of living according to the ways of this world, of going into our default mode of going with the flow. We may not recognize that this is what is happening in our world. We may not recognize that we were we are in it, but we are in it. If you asked a fish what is water, they wouldn't know. They just live 
in it. And this is the world that we are living in. And so often we're blind to it. But praise God that there's another way. Paul continues in verse 22 and says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Now, this list. Who wouldn't sign up for this list? We all want a life characterized by these things. And they've been offered to us as a gift of grace. They are fruits of the Spirit, the Spirit that lives in you. As Paul says, we belong to Christ and therefore have crucified the passions of the flesh. But we're stuck in this in-between. We have the power and the fruit of the Spirit available to us, but we have the freedom to walk in the ways of the flesh. As I've been making the case, when we aren't actively choosing to lean into the power of the Spirit, we by default go back to our fleshly ways. We must choose to deny ourselves, pick up our crosses, and walk in newness of life. We must unlearn the ways of the flesh to awaken ourselves to the power that is within us. And this doesn't happen by accident. It happens intentionally. It is an intentional way of living. So over the next month, or a little more than that, we will take a look at exactly what is being offered to us in the fruit of the Spirit. What does a life characterized by love look like? What would my life look like if I was overcome with peace and joy? How would my life be different if I was able to tap into patience and self-control and faithfulness that God has given to me? What if instead of responding to upsetting things that continue to happen in the world, I was able to be gentle and to be self-controlled? This is what's on offer. All you have to do is choose it. And so we will look at these things over the next few months. But lean into it now. There's another way than the way that you've been living. Paul says, but the fruit of the Spirit are love and joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, and self-control. That's how you can live starting today.